more they're learning. This is the only fucking podcast about the Sopranos. So what, no fucking ZD now? This week on No Fucking ZD, we're talking fun landscaping ideas, getting a half and half in Newark, and unfucking what you just fucked up. I'll suck your cocks! All you guys! It's an all-new episode of No Fucking ZD. Well, welcome to No Fucking ZD, <laughs> episode 55. Here we are. Oh yeah, I can't believe it. Uh, talking Where's Johnny today, and uh, we're gonna we're just gonna do a quick one today because we have to get right to it. Yeah, this has been a hell of a boondoggle today. That's yes, for sure. Uh, a little bit. So power struggle in new york that's uh we're gonna talk about the big mafia stuff we'll get to we'll get to junior wandering around talking to some old friends in the second half but for now sucking cocks some cocks um power struggle in new york we have uh mr johnny sack we call him little little johnny little carmine where's little johnny and uh and and little angelo although angelo's not really i mean tony kind of threw him on threw him in here but uh it's really johnny and little carmine Fighting over some territory up there in uh, right. up here in New York City. Yeah, and it's an ambiguous situation because uh, you've got a lot of interested parties, a lot of ins mm-hmm. and outs, a lot mm-hmm. of what have yous. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, you know, we're kind of watching from afar, which mm-hmm. is the keeps the whole thing more interesting. But you know, like like what happens when you learn things about your friends? You know, you find out that the problems that you're having are kind of the problems everyone's having. You know, like yeah. problems with reentry boss issues yep uh stuff like that um the sopranos have two bosses <laughs> they, they do that's true uh, yeah that's true actually uh, mm-hmm. and that's that's working fine sort of i yeah, guess right? mostly because tony's taking over almost entirely um yeah i mean these the, the class of 2004 is uh causing quite a bit of trouble quite a bit of trouble already for new york right. um it'll it'll bleed over into the Jer- the jersey side by the end of the season right um but now yeah already there uh there's some issues and of course uh having carmine or carmine having not you know appointed a successor is is causing some problems now too as well right and and it's going to lead to a whole lot of fun right <laughs> Basically, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's going to lead to quite a bit of fun. A lot of people are going to be dead by the end, by the end of the season. Although I guess the war really doesn't fully start till uh, season six. But um, I guess but you're that's right. more like New York, New Jersey kind of stuff. For right now, it's a lot of infighting in New York. Yeah, um, and you know, a big part of this is because, as Johnny Sack rightfully points out, Tony kind of made Little Carmine more legitimate by going down and visiting him in, in Miami last year. Yeah, totally. When he needed needed a little bit of advice or another uh, another voice on a situation. Well, Little Carmine is an interesting character because he didn't really retire. It doesn't. It's unclear to us how in the mafia he was. Yeah. Right. Right. Like who? I guess like, that's true. He's down there with the the discos and the whatnot. Right. <laughs> as Tony puts it, which is fucking <laughs> hilarious. And um, you know, he's emboldened by the fact that Tony went down to see him. You mm-hmm. know, we, we had that hilarious scene. Mm-hmm. The you know the something the something the something of whatever of whatever. And basically, it it it's a situation where um, Tony sort of he's stands to benefit from it as he mentions but he also mm-hmm. kind of helped get this going mm-hmm. he also didn't really stop it by 
killing little Carmine or killing big Carmine. Right. As Johnny points out, he's like, right. thanks a lot, pal. Right. <laughs> Basically, thanks for not killing my thanks buddy. Thanks for not murdering someone. Yeah. yeah. Um, Way to go, asshole. Yeah. Well, there's some truth to that, though. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, you know, we were talking about it before, but like, uh, you mm-hmm. know, like if if Tony had works with Johnny to kill big Carmine. Right. I don't think little Carmine would even like come within a hundred miles of New York city after that. Right. Do you really think he's tough enough to come up there and like avenge the death, the the death of his father? Probably not. Right. I doubt it. Yeah. So like it probably would have been a violent, but relatively smooth transition. Yes. From Carmine to Johnny. Now there's all kinds of problems because, uh, you know, there was just really no decisive, uh, to be repetitive, decision making. There was no decisive no de- choice. No decisive decision. You know um, that that phrase that that Carmela says to Tony, uh, or Melfi says to Tony in uh, in the end of season four, that more is lost by indecision than wrong decision, is still something that's kind of like shaken out. Oh yeah, you know, and he to- and Tony will repeat that until the end of time, right? Basically. <laughs> right, as he as he does. Um, but it's true. I mean, if they had just if they you know they didn't make any decision in the end because mm-hmm. um, Carmine himself kind of kind of uh, kind of saved his own life, I guess, in a little in a bit of a way there at the end, right? And uh, and Tony just backed out. I mean, you know, we've discussed it at length because we're very smart and intelligent and yes. completely broke that episode down already. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, yeah, if they had done if if they had just made that decision and uh, at the end of season four, like I don't think we'd be here right now, even with the new no. guys coming out of jail. No, and what we've got is a situation where the the grudges and the shit that's set in motion right. by, I mean. In the end, this New York infighting is kind of a blip on the radar mm-hmm. uh, compared to what winds up happening, you know, toward the end of the series. Mm-hmm. We wind up with uh, with things that are, are really set in motion and grudges that start right now. Right. You know, and yeah. like Philly Atardo is going to be a big part of that. Yeah. Uh, you know. Artie's going to be around. <laughs> Artie plays a major role in the New York, New Jersey mob war. By the way, let's, sure. talk, let's talk about something joyful for a moment. Okay. Artie moves in with Tony. Yes. Great. Great. <laughs> Good. That's it. Uh, yeah. Artie, some already some Artie comedy, comedy there. I can't speak today. Artie, some Artie comedy. Uh, comedy. <laughs> um, yeah. We're, I'm very excited about that. Again, like I said last week, I would love to watch a, a spinoff show mm-hmm. about Artie and Tony B, but even just one about Artie is fine. Like, Seeing all of this from Artie's point of view would be fucking amazing, I think. Yeah, it's really good. And I mean, we kind of do see it a little bit like one of his first nights in the house. Oh, yeah. I, I assume. Oh, yeah. He gets elbowed in the eye by Janice yeah. while he's trying to help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he shows up with pasta. He's being a nice, normal person. Yep. And he winds up uh, in the middle of uh, what the, the neurologist calls a family squabble. Oh, that was is... quite a big one, too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's... Uh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. And I would like to point out in that scene, um, you know, just to jump around a little bit, mm-hmm. Tony, you know, brings up in some coded language, the Richie April murder. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I just remember having talked to some people about when Janice kills Richie, how it kind of felt like out of nowhere and like it didn't really mean anything. And it was just like the writers getting taking an easy way out. Right. So I would just like to say I like that, th- although it's never really explicitly said again, mm. or maybe it is. I well, forget. he mentioned it in a hefty bag at one point. Right. But he he mentions it here. I, I guess maybe he does bring it up after Janice has that fight on the soccer field. I'm not sure. But either way, mm. it's not something that's been forgotten. This still colors their relationship. Yep. And uh, yep. it's just something I wanted to point out. Um, Anyone who dates Janice winds up dying in this show. That's correct. Yep. That is correct. Yep. 
Although, do we know that the narcolepsy guy is dead? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's going to come back. He, right, he, the Terry he's he's at a Terry Schiavo rally right. while Tony's in the hospital. <laughs> he's I, with I, her. I want that shirt. Yeah, he's yeah. with her. <laughs> his shirt says Terry Schiavo vigil, you go girl. That's what it was, right? Yeah, yeah That's just amazing. Um, uh, yeah, so all right. So he will be back. And uh, and I don't think the young guy that he w- that she was dating is dead, but maybe he is. I don't know. The Each Eggs Baby, that kid. <laughs> Hank's garage. Um, Are we to assume that's Hank? Is it his garage, you think? He's very successful for a young man, then, if that's if that's his garage. To live in a garage. Yeah, totally. exactly. <laughs> wow. Amazing. You think they're in his mom's garage and Janice just lived out back there with him? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> I really hope so. Um, but uh, so I guess we'll put a button on the uh, the New York, New Jersey mob, or the New, uh, just New York infighting, rather. Um, for the moment, sure. For the moment. I mean... Well, you know, we have some stuff to talk about here, actually, because this all kind of, in this episode at least, gets mm-hmm. set in motion uh, by uh, one Lorraine Caluso, ah. um, who, uh, you know, I can't, <laughs> nothing really, she doesn't say anything very funny nothing or memorable. Comes to mind, yeah, nothing, really. nothing in that scene. She, um, she's amazing. I mean, it, it figures that she. It wasn't around for that very long, you know. What yeah, I mean? she course. has a rough go of it. She does. She does. And not. And little does she know. This is my controversial opinion here. Little does she know. Uh, Phil's not really that interested in having her suck his cock. No, not at all. <laughs> He's no, like, that's right. Right. You have she, a theory. She'd rather have Jason. He, he'd rather have Jason suck his cock. Right. Right. Yeah. You're, Evan has, is heavily in that camp. Um, I'm in the Phil's gay camp. Yeah. Which we'll have to watch. You know, that was something that a lot of people seem to think. And uh, uh, we'll, really, we'll, a lot. We'll, I don't. I mean, it's, I. It's a thing. It's it's a thing. I'm uh, I'm the only person like me that I've met. <laughs> true. You are one in a million. That's for sure. I mean, it's it's a thing. Like people. Uh, it will, of course, get to a lot of this, but, you know, he talks about making sacrifices in the can and right. and uh, and people have talked about his reaction to Vito getting killed, that he looked especially uncomfortable. And, of course, he walks he out of the literally closet comes out of the scene. closet. So like the fucking Count Chocula. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, we'll pay attention to that, I guess, as time goes on. Yep. Um, we don't know too much about Phil quite yet, except that he's scary and uh he walks in with a phone book knowing that he's gonna do this bit where he like pretends to shoot her he's got the theatrics going for sure yeah Yeah. and he scares the shit out of her because she's you know she the the she gives us that the amazing line i'll suck you guys (laughs) all you guys (laughs) (laughs) which is maybe my favorite line of the series just the way she fucking yells it but when you really think about it like because I've laughed a million times at that line, but like, what's making her say that is like so terrifying. Oh, yeah, it's I know. really, it's, it's not funny actually. It's, <laughs> guys, it isn't funny at all. It isn't funny. I wonder where they got this phone book idea. Like, it must be, must be some mob research they did, where someone right. was like, "Yeah, we, we do mock executions sometimes, and we we use phone books." Yep. yep and yep, yep. I'm assuming sometimes that goes wrong, and it becomes a very real execution, right? I mean, it has to. Well, how many phone books do you have to shoot before you're like, "Okay, we're sure that this isn't going to kill the person." Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You know, I would I mean? love to know where this, the origin of this, and if there's like a real story about some mob guy doing it because it's it's i mean it's That's awesome on point, screen yeah. <laughs> but yeah you know it's really because like he 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 says i mean the line that he gives isn't a great like you know say your prayers you filled the end or you know what i mean like right uh next time there'll, there'll be no next time yeah well what he says he says adios you skank oh yeah <laughs> God. and i was just like Okay, that's uh, that's the line, Phil. All yeah. right, fine. And he pulls the trigger, and like the bartender in there is like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, 
And yeah. then she's still alive. Yeah. She's yeah, right. For now. For now at least. Um yes. yeah, quite a scene, quite an introduction to Phil. I mean, like we saw him yep. last week a couple times. And as of right now, all, all we really knew about him was he had this kind of funny joke about Jesus being up on the cross. That we never heard the beginning of. Right. Um, I guess we can assume <laughs> how we got there. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> read between the lines. <laughs> but, but yeah, this is maybe his his official introduction, you know? Yeah. Where they kind of played a little bait and switch on us. Yeah. Which I guess is kind of perfect for a mob show where it's like, oh, these guys are great. How, how fun. They're, He's they, out of jail. Yeah. He must be happy. Yeah, good jokes. Cool guys. And then it's, then it's just terrifying when you see the real the real Phil. Well, that's the thing. I love it how they how they give you sort of a taste of Phil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all wanted it. We all wanted a taste of Phil. Yep. And then like and then you get full on yeah. sucky cocks Phil, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Like that that kind of like hard-nosed thing, but over the course of a couple episodes. Right. He doesn't like get introduced to the show by kicking down a door, you right. know what I mean? Right. Which right. I which I really do like these guys. It's like oh, I've seen that guy before. Oh shit, he's really scary. Yeah, agreed. Um, agreed. It's 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 quite nice. And it and is. they point out this is this is us starting to understand this New York issue. They say the money goes to Johnny, right? Kick up to Johnny. And Johnny's reasoning for this makes sense because he says you know he says to Tony is like well no one knows who to pay so no one gets paid like, like right duh and Tony's like okay that's you're not right good. yeah <laughs> he's like I yeah you're correct yeah um. But he's like also kind of trying to help help diffuse it a little bit by Shea Stadium. We noticed. Yep. Not City Field. There's the right. It was, it was the Shea, Shea Stadium. Stadium. That's right. Yeah. They were standing in what is now City Field. Is that where they went in the parking lot of they, the old one? Yeah, they, they like built it next to it in the parking lot. I yeah, say, I say. Uh, crazy. Yeah, real crazy. Also, I mean, I, I I still don't understand how they just got in there, but I guess security was a little <laughs> lighter back then or something. Yeah, and oh, this like, was post 9-11, though. So. They have some, like, amazing locations that, I mean, he and Johnny really meet at the great locations. They like do. That, that's, that, that area at the bottom of the Brooklyn Bridge. Yep, yep. I like that one. I think that that's this season. It this is. is. There he is, the king of New York. Yep, that's, uh, I believe that's right after Adriana gets killed. Cool. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean. Good things come to those she? who wait. Yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so the Lorraine thing sets off this whole thing. Uh, it's this whole thing, this, this mob thing. This, you're not going to believe it. It's yeah. a thing. Um, yeah. this, uh, you know, Tony has to get involved now because mm-hmm. there's this power mm-hmm. struggle going on. Uh, and he suggests this power sharing situation where it'd be, you know, multiple bosses like the Soprano family. Um, yep, yep. and, uh, Johnny's having none of that. And so we really no, don't. He's an egomaniac. Yes, he is. It's and clear. I guess you could argue maybe rightfully deserves it because, you know, sure. little Carmine was down there just making some uh, some adult films, putting those under subspecies, as he says, <laughs> the, 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 and, the discos and the whatnot. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, like, you know, again, it, it really comes back to, I guess, or one of the reasons it comes back, it comes back to Tony going down there, legitimizing him. Yep. yep, uh, yep. And I guess also just feeling like he didn't get enough respect and and uh, and, you know, I'm sure he's also just mourning his dad and is pissed about it and wants to get involved and poke his beak in. And yeah, I mean, what happened at the wake really is the 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 beginning. Right. Of it's the it's if this were in Espanol, it would be the upside down exclamation point. That right. Starts everything. That's great. <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> yep. This was the uh, upside down exclamation point moment right as scholars would say <laughs> uh, and uh uh basically i mean at the, what happens at that wake says it all because essentially like you know 
little Carmine is emboldened by all of this stuff. Right. He wants to like set his name straight. He wants to like take what's rightfully his in terms of the family business right. and money. Yeah. And the discos and the whatnot. And <laughs> I just can't stop saying that. It's so funny. But um, also we noticed because it scared the shit out of me on HBO Go. Uh, we'll have a we'll 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 have to go downstairs and tell the HBO the right. people at the HBO offices that yeah. we have an issue. Um, <laughs> but uh, but ba- uh, on HBO Go, the thumbnail for Where's Johnny is a picture of uh, of, wake. Uh, of the wake, yeah, yeah of, of little out. Carmine and his wife um, at his dad's wake. Oh, you want to uh, just open the door oh, so yeah. she can get out? Our pod dog needs to get out. Hi. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, so it's a picture of the wake. And when I went to turn on Where's Johnny, I was like, oh, shit, did we like totally mess up the sequence ahead, of these events? Yeah. Thankfully, no. No. But, but yeah, we have to talk to our, our employees down at HBO. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, I mean, our consulting, this is not what, you know, we're being paid for in our consulting fees. We're right. going to need a little bit of extra for bringing this to their attention. Yeah, like a lot extra. Like, <laughs> um, like any money would be good. Yeah, just like a dollar <laughs> would be quite a would be a lot extra than what we're making now. Yeah. Uh. Well. So. Yeah. We'll we'll get some sort of re- resolution with this later on right. in the season. Uh. But I think for now we should quickly talk about the other power sharing struggle in this episode, and that is between uh, one Feech Lamana right. and uh, Paul Walnut. Right. <laughs> and right. Which is possibly. Like maybe the most solid screaming match of the whole series. Yes. Um, it is quite good. It's quite good. Um, that's all we really have to say about it. <laughs> a good storyline and a good episode. This is some of the finest ball breaking it and is. arguing. And uh, some literal ball breaking. I believe uh, Salvatore gets picked up by the balls at one point. And, I know. Uh, that, that's just, that just seems unnecessary. Yeah. Let's, so, you know, Feach is out of prison now. Right. He's deciding that he's still has stuff that's owed to him and that right. he, I guess, thinks he still owns neighborhoods uh, the way he used to, even though he's been gone for a long time. Well, uh, he's just strutting uh, his nuts around. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I guess he's kind of doing what he said he did in jail, which is just start starting a problem right away and yeah, hoping so he, that no so one fucks with him. He walked up to the toughest looking dude around. <laughs> Sal Sal <Vitro. laughs> just yeah. to show him who's boss. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He is mad that this gardener is working in his neighborhood mm-hmm. or his nephew's neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Crazy weird territorial bullshit, territorial pissings, if you will. Um, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, just just annihilates Salvitro, breaks his arm, curbs his arm. Brutal, absolutely yeah. brutal. Yeah, and this sets Polly off, and we, we kind of think like Polly is just wanting to defend this guy. Uh, yeah, because it's his aunt's grass, right? You don't fuck with the man's aunt's grass. You do not. Yeah. Um, but he's not really doing it for any kind of, you know, philanthropic reasons. <laughs> he's always trying to help the community right. be green. He's a, I mean, he's just, he's a mob parasite. He's coming in and, uh, basically being an opportunist yep. and seeing that he can latch on to Salvitro's business here and yep. also kind of, uh, you know, leapfrog over Feech Lamana because you can't have that. You, you can't upset the rankings in the Soprano family here for Polly. You no, know? Totally. Uh, totally. If, if Feech starts getting in good with Tony, then that that will, that will cause all kinds of problems down the line for him. Right. Uh, right. So we have a lovely uh, little match between these two old men. <laughs> and uh, A screaming match. A screaming match, yes. And uh, that plays out over 
unfortunately, it's like a proxy war using these gardeners, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's like kind of what it is. Well, th- isn't that always the case? Like, Feech and Polly would never, like, phys- get into a physical altercation. Yeah, almost certainly it's, not. It's all a proxy war in a lot of ways for, yeah. for, for these guys. Like... The uh, it's like Vic the appraiser, you know what I mean? Right. It's like right. Vic the appraiser is getting smacked around. This poor guy with his headphones, these <laughs> <laughs> headphones get thrown on the roof. That's yeah, uh, true. But God. like, they're just smacking around these gardeners. Like, I don't know if Gar- Gary Lamana is such a bad guy. Like he, you know, he yeah. seems like kind of an asshole when he the way he talk. Like, don't talk to Polly like that, man. Right. He says, but he he seems like a pretty seasoned ball breaker himself. Like, he's like. Yeah, why am I going to do that? Yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah, I mean, he's probably not a bad guy though. I mean, he's working a regular job, so he's, I mean, he's literally doing physical labor. So I'm assuming that yeah. means it's not like a mob front for him. He like actually is a landscaper, right? Right. right? I mean, he has to be. Uh, yeah, because if it was a mob front for him, he wouldn't be landscaping. Right. He'd be sitting on a lawn chair with the good donuts, and just watching <laughs> yeah, the guys exactly. do the landscaping. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah, but these these poor bastards get just get in the middle. I mean, yep. the mob, you know, really has no respect for the little guy or the working class guy at all. Tony sees Tony B. Tony Soprano sees Tony B. carrying a, a load of laundry and says that it makes him feel sad to watch him just have a real job. Well, yeah, I know? mean, they're they're watching. I mean, Tony B. is standing there watching uh, Feech beat the shit out of Sal Vitro. Yeah, and, and it's just like. It's it's just right in front of his face, like the little guy yep. is always gonna get screwed. Yep. You know? And then even when, you know, Polly is is trying to help him out, he doesn't give him all the money for his arm. He yep. gives him he's like, I got you five hundred <laughs> bucks for your arm. And uh, like that's a good thing. And he's gonna and you get to keep half your area. And then he takes a couple of three yep. percent and like so not only does Sal get the shit beaten out of him and have this broken arm, he like is losing half his income. Right. And then plus a few percent. Yeah. You know, knocked off there. It's it's just super terrible. It and, is. And yeah. Polly Walnut's junk is sticking out like crazy in that scene. <laughs> it's like really pronounced. Like you can't, once you see it, you can't unsee it. It's just there like staring at you. You think he was like fluffing a little bit like before that scene and that <laughs> like stuff a sock in there? Just, yeah, something like that. Like everybody does it. It's okay. <laughs> it's really crazy. Yeah. But uh, yeah. That's and, a cool swimsuit. And Sal gets completely fucked and uh, mm-hmm. he'll be in it for the rest of the series basically almost right up to he's, the end. He's in the web. Still he's just yeah exactly. He's just caught in the web. They're, they're parasites. Mm-hmm. They're spiders or they're they're uh, they're like termites who come in and just like destroy all the good stuff and just then leave. Basically, yeah, that's what uh, you know? that's what uh, what's his name said. They're like fucking termites. Ramsey's uh, Sporting Goods. Right, right. The Sporting Goods man. Right. Uh, Davies Catino. Davies Catino. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. fucking termites. They just eat through everything. But you were saying also, um, you know that. Uh, well, I forgot what you were saying. Great. You were saying also that. Um, uh, the, oh, you you were mentioning Carmela in the future will have yes. a few choice words about <laughs> about uh, about Sal uh, Salvitro Salvatore because right. I believe she sees his son working with him and they're trying to get AJ to do shit and yeah. she says poverty is a great motivator and, and the guy's yeah. poor because of what Polly is doing in this episode and and, and and he's kicking up to Tony and he's kicking up to Tony and then also doing his grass and doing it for free and yeah. also doing Johnny Sachs grass for free as we'll see by the end of this episode and he will Just, continue to do that until the end of the series long after Johnny Sack has moved yeah yeah um so yeah Salvitro gets fucked <laughs> sorry buddy um so that's a good i guess that's a good place to leave off for yeah. the break and then we can come back and we talk about the other little guy in our lives mm-hmm. 
Johnny. No, no, no. Tony Okalal. Tony Okalal. Okay. We, yep. We'll talk about him. Uh, we will talk about Junior and uh, and our, our our good old buddy Bobby having a tough day. Um, so oh we'll, boy, we'll, Bobby and Janice. Yeah, yeah. Bobby's he's literally sweating throughout most of this episode because he's just that <laughs> nervous. He's, he's scared. stuck between Janice and Tony. Ugh, That's the worst terrible. position to be in the world. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll take a break. We'll All come, right. come on back. We'll suck your cock. <laughs> No fucking ZD is brought to you by this humidity. Welcome back. Um, so, Uncle June. It's kind of sad episode of Uncle June, actually. Yeah. That's all we have to say. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Um, yeah, Uncle June. Um, it's a sad episode for me, too. <laughs> he's, you know, no one's really paying attention to it because he was trying to fake it last season, but he's legit losing it now, right? I mean, he's got the infarcts going. The the infarcts the in vitro uh, something yeah something <laughs> like, something something whatever. um yeah he's having he's having some trouble I love 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 the scene when he he flips the channel to curb your enthusiasm my god yeah and because I would would have never made that connection but watching uh watching Larry uh like look at the camera and having Junior look at the camera like or looking at the TV while it's happening it's yeah fucking hilarious and like it is how would you not feel that i mean i totally i just totally understand what he's seeing yeah. like it's just a great pick i think you know what <laughs> it I mean? is yeah i would love to hear how that came together i mean i'm sure I, i'm guessing a writer just was watching an episode of the sopranos and then yeah. rolled right into curb and they were like oh my god <laughs> right like, right yeah um, i mean clearance probably was no issue probably probably sometimes that gets a little hairy but like probably pretty i'm sure curb was totally cool with it and hbo was just like fuck yeah put, great put a commercial for curb in the middle of sopranos that's right. great you know exactly um but it Put, it like spins it in a whole different light because Junior yeah. is like losing it. He's a little senile. Right. Um, it's it's quite strange. It's quite strange. Um, and, you know, it says a lot about uh, his and Tony's relationship, I guess, and kind of where that's at. Completely. You know, there's um, all this kind of stuff that was really never dealt with. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously Tony or sorry, Junior tried to kill Tony in season one. And I mean, they have a lot of problems going on. Yeah. And that Tony kind of just like let go because right. he, I don't know, like Junior's his last living elder relative. Yeah. And he has this weird family guilt that like you have to stick by family no matter what, even yep. if they try to shoot you, <laughs> even <laughs> I mean, if they try to shoot you. Uh, but also Junior always kind of, was just a proud man and I think you know 
I'm sure he's happy with the situation as much as he can be, as, mm-hmm. as far as like the boss sharing, the power sharing situation. Well, he just gets to sit and fart into that sofa cushion all right, day. Right, he does. Like watching beaver documentaries. He, right, but I, but I mean like early on, he has some issues with it. He has some issues with Tony telling his uncle what to do. Right. Um, and, you know, oh, so those things like didn't really go away and he's still bringing up this, this varsity athlete thing that came up for the first time in the pilot, by the way. Right. Um, right. So You were too busy chasing skirt. Yeah. <laughs> they... The, so they did a great job of uh, remembering what they'd already written, <laughs> which was good. And, and, we have and they brought it back. That, so we have a I, huge problem. I with really that. admire their, uh, you know, just having it together, basically. Yeah. Which also we should point out. I got some shit on Twitter this week for um, for calling Jack Masseron Dick Masseron. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> I, I would Look, like to say that there are a lot of episodes. You got it. You know, you got it mixed up with Dick Barone. Yeah, exactly. The yeah. names sound alike, and they're both guys that Tony uses for like quote unquote legitimate work. Masseron so, Barone. It's almost the Masseron same. Masseron Sanitation, Barone Construction. <laughs> exactly. Construction. I mean, Who's if you say, say? It, say it quick, it all sounds the same to me. So, it's because uh, you're, you're on the Rogaine. It's infecting your that's, brain. That's very true. That's <laughs> and I'm not even going bald. I just wanted to grow hair other places. <laughs> uh, um, uh, so anyway, I'm not saying sorry about that. No, but don't I say sorry. But I understand that there was some confusion there. Well, good thing you guys for us. This guy's book don't mean who gots to us. <laughs> exactly. That's how I feel about it. Uh, exactly. So anyway, I had an infarct last week is all I'm saying. Um, but Junior is... I have infarts all the time. <laughs> Junior is, uh, you know, he's slipping. He's slipping for, for real this time. Right, Tony right. doesn't want to believe it. And again, probably going back to that time, you know, remember that time where Livia and Junior tried to shoot Tony and then Livia right. tried to fake possibly having a stroke. I think that right. I think that's in Tony's mind. And uh, of course it is. I mean, this, but this stuff is like really legit. And, and like, right. we, we see that when, when Junior's like running around the crazy parts of Newark. Right. Which looks pretty bum. It's, it's kind of a bummer of a place, especially with the <laughs> yep. weather that, you know, the day they chose to shoot. Yeah. And I love this church that they go into. They're talking about how to sell candy bars and stuff like that. Right. The best guy is the dude on the ladder who goes, hey, this here's a church. You can't talk like that in here. I fucking love that guy. He yeah. turns around and like he's not he's like listening, but not listening. And then like once once he says, God damn it, he's like, oh, <laughs> hold on a second. I here. love it. And they, and they kick his ass out. No one knows who the fuck he is. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And it's actually the police that sort of wind up saving his life. True, true. I mean, uh, he, it's it's sad and funny at the same time, but watching him run from the police and then try to hide behind that dumpster. It's I just, know. Ugh, I mean, it's it's it makes me laugh just the way it's like such a, like a, you know, criminal, like a like an old, like silent film criminal, yeah, like, you know, with exactly. a spotlight falling along the like, wall or something. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. But yeah, they find him. I mean, they can't believe that he's that he's Corrado Soprano. They don't believe. They don't. I mean, they literally don't believe until the very end. Because, you know, here's this this tough guy who's just been reduced to a feeble old man, which I guess is, you know. And it's all downhill from here. Like, I mean, it's it's basically a sort of a straight shot from here down to that last shot of him, like petting the cat yeah in the in the in the halfway house yeah yeah and you know i was thinking about that too i mean tony tony fights believing this in this episode mm-hmm. that that there could be actually be something wrong with junior and i mean he really doesn't believe it until that last scene of the two of them together in the final episode right if he even believes it then because right. he, he goes there thinking that junior's still kind of faking it right um so yeah tony has a lot of resistance to the, the possibility that junior might actually have some kind of dementia well yeah i mean do you think that's because of his mother or do you think it's because like 
I mean, I think also he has all this pent up anger, right, about his family, and Junior's the last guy. Yeah, but they, I mean, they they work really well together. I, you know, it's 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 actually impressive the way, even though Junior is like infarting or whatever, all over <laughs> right. the place, um, <laughs> just all over the place, all over the place. Uh, right. You know, they they have they seem to have it together in terms of like working together. Um, uh, in 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 mafia situations and in sit downs and stuff like they have that sit down with Lorraine and Angelo, and right and and Lorraine's like, well, the Sopranos have two bosses. That's a good point. And and Junior goes, that's not all it's cracked up to be. Believe you me. <laughs> and, and Junior and and Tony's just like, let's not get into that right now. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is, you know, and it's it's actually a really great moment because you're you're watching this and you're like, is he going to, cause he doesn't blow up at that. He blows Tony. up at the varsity athlete thing. Right. He does. Yeah. I mean, cause it's like, like we said, it's been this thing that's, that's come up like, since his childhood, really. Cause I guess he told the girl cousins and that made Tony embarrassed for some reason. Yeah. Um, which is, so did he have crushes on these? Were they second and third cousins? Nah, you that, just want to be fucking cool. I guess you do. Right. Uh, I was never cool to any of my cousins. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it's, so it's like the personal shit really right, that, right. that, that does him in. And it's such like, it's such a great Sopranos thing. Cause it's such a small petty thing. This, mm-hmm. this varsity athlete nonsense you know yeah it's so um, stupid i love tony's reaction that some of the guys there were seven feet tall <laughs> like i mean like you know he was never really gonna make it right no it's like um, but it's always like someone else's fault you yeah, know like yeah. he, he was he was too busy chasing skirt and he doesn't really know how to apply himself in yeah. any way that doesn't involve money or pussy right exactly i don't mean big pussy i mean you know the little the kind. little ones yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um and uh, yeah, so it's always it's like like Tony says, it's always the little mean personal things that mm-hmm. really that that come out, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I think is just a great, like I said, great Sopranos thing. I'm just yes. repeating myself at this point, like Junior. Um, but uh, you know, so and Junior goes on this this wandering trip, much like Livia did in the, in the first episode. But even then, I guess we were supposed to think that maybe she was possibly faking it. Um, it's the first episode that she wandered. The first episode, yeah, because Meadow has that boyfriend over on the couch that wasn't the first episode i'm almost positive it's the first episode i think it is i don't think it was first or second it's very close to the to the beginning of the show no but it was i don't think it was the first episode okay maybe i'm wrong no no oh, it's no the finale she, it's the season finale she, yeah, she did that's that what I'm, you're she right did, sorry. she did that after they take a take a swipe at at tony that's absolutely right so it's, it's the finale the season one finale that's what it is and uh and yeah i mean final she, answer you sure uh <laughs> thinking about it wait i'm thinking of a different show altogether now that i <laughs> about it no it is it is this season is the one, one where finale. they make a car battery out of pennies and yes. then they get the rv going the again in, in, in the, the grand one. canyon or whatever and, and the crystal meth and the whatnot right right olivia was breaking bad in that in the first season right uh bad breaking um, bad breaking badly but she was probably faking it in that episode but maybe not i, don't, I mean it's like so hard to say with these with these old people she she was probably kind of faking it, but yeah. Junior's definitely not faking it. I think that we know that he's and not. That's more the that's the relief that we get now is that like the show isn't asking the same questions over and over again, right? But Tony is infected with the memory of that. He is, yeah. You know, and also like you know they tried to kill him together, and yeah, that's no good. Yeah, um, but it's also a thing that uh, as someone else mentions in the episode, I think. Not Bobby, but uh, someone else mentions their dad wandering or, or an, an older relative wandering. Mm-hmm. And it is it is a real and sad thing. That Unfortunately, this does happen quite a bit, I think. Yeah, it totally um, happens. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think that, 
you know, maybe watching the show the first time or if you're really just into it for like the mafia only stuff, you might watch this and kind of think like, what are they doing? It's it's sort of boring. It's an old guy wandering around. But I have to like, go back to Fox. Right. <laughs> but I, I like that the show really put old people front and center in a way that many other shows don't because they're, you know, there's a lot at a certain age in Hollywood or in TV, you kind mm-hmm. of stop getting roles. And the Sopranos right. didn't adhere to that rule at all no and, and it's th- th- interesting and, and they 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 were kingmakers in a lot of ways like uh dominic chianese who mm-hmm. played dominic chinese mm-hmm. um, always very tough for me <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um he, he he i mean he was obviously he was in godfather too um right. but they really kind of like he had this whole second career after the sopranos i mean he's in, been in a lot of great stuff he was in boardwalk empire for a while that's and, true you know, I mean, so he kind of like stuck around. I mean, he's such a good actor, you know. Yeah. He did some music too for a while. I think he was putting out a couple albums. He did he no, I'm not even joking. He actually put out an album at least. The Italian love songs and stuff. I really and truly think so, yeah. We gotta track that down. I'm sure it's uh yeah, someone track it down for I'm us. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> I'm sure it's okay. <laughs> I don't know if it's the finest, but it's fine, probably. It's, it's probably just okay. Yeah. Um so meanwhile, while this is happening, of course, we get a heavy dose of Bobby in this episode, which makes <laughs> Is for, there any other kind? <laughs> I guess not. I guess not. Uh, he starts the episode. I mean, this is really kind of a sitcom plot in so many ways. It starts with him going to Tony and saying, hey, I need more responsibility. This junior well, and, stuff is too easy. And it makes <laughs> sense because like even even no matter how much money he's making, like he has a boring job. He does. Yeah, he does. Um, but Sometimes he, I think I love junior more than you, <laughs> which is probably true. Those yeah, two exactly. are kind of a couple. Um, <laughs> Bobby, you know, I, I feel for the guy. He's going, he's going about it in all the right ways. Mm-hmm. He goes to Tony. He's not just asking for more money. He says he wants a chance to to prove that he can earn, or just a chance to earn. So he's yeah. saying, "I want to work harder." Um, and which is like what you want to hear as a boss. Exactly. Yeah. So this is, you know, a good thing. Um, and Tony, of course, shoots back that, listen, I really care about my uncle. What you're doing is very important to me. Uh, of course, 15 minutes later in the episode, he's going to be saying Junior's dead to him. But, uh, you know, that's that's working with Tony. Well, that's an interesting conversation to me because, like, you know, I, I actually think Tony handles it pretty well. Because, you know, he's he makes sure Bobby understands that he gets he's like, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. You know, um, but he Bobby doesn't really handle it that great. I mean, Frank, like like two minutes into the conversation, Bobby's talking about how depressed Janice is and all this stuff. And yeah. it's just like, just don't. That's the wrong angle for being like going to your boss and being like, hey, I'd like to yeah. earn more. Yeah, maybe and he kind of takes the bait. And and, and then Aunt, uh, Tony says, you know, like, see, the thing about marriage is, you know, <laughs> and everybody's acting like Bobby was never married before, you know. That's true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, he's like, the thing, marriage is a give and a take. And if I was Bobby, I'd be sitting there and be like, yeah, I know. Like, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> true. I didn't even think about that, but yeah. that's absolutely right. Um, there's a lot of uh, lot of talk about marriage advice in this episode in regards to Janice and Bobby. Yeah, uh, yep, yep. But we're also seeing, I mean all our suspicions about Janice were right. I mean, mm-hmm. Bobby goes and has that conversation. Of course, a couple scenes later, it comes out in the car ride with uh, Janice and AJ that mm-hmm. Janice probably planted the seed in Bobby's mind to go talk to Tony. We need more money. You need to be more active. Right. Move up, basically. Right, right, right. right. So her long, slow con is kind of coming into view uh, that 
And Tony Tony sees it like right away, uh, right away, exactly. And uh, which I love. I, I I love when they just both see each other for who they are because they're mm-hmm. both like we're Sopranos. We fucking know. Like I know who your parents were. You know who mine were. Yeah, we know our behavior. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's fucked. Yeah, it's nice when there's like this a second of honesty between two characters on the show. And sometimes Janice and Tony get there. Yes. Um, yes. So we're yeah we're seeing that this is Janice's idea, and I think in her perfect world, like eventually Bobby moves up to you know Tony's right hand man, and then God forbid something happens to Tony, maybe Bobby takes over, and then she's queen of the mafia. Um, Boom! Right? I mean, you know, it would only take a couple of moves for that to happen. Yeah, so a couple of sucky cocks, you know. <laughs> so she's angling for that, and we're also seeing a lot of Livia in this episode from both her and Tony. I think you know, right? She's like. She has these poor kids. I mean, first of all, she doesn't even want to get involved in finding Junior at all. She's right. just like, Bobby, you handle this. And, and like we were saying, he's just sweating profusely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just freaking the fuck out. Like, it's like, you yes. know, having to tell your parents that you failed a math exam or something. Right. Um, right. And then they get into like, and Tony and Janice get into like a fist fight. Yes. In which, of course, Artie gets like <laughs> clocks during. Yeah. A great slapstick. I, him covering the eye and just looking with one good eye at that point. Yeah, gets like, me every fucking time. Like, oh, dude. This, uh, I love that he's living with Tony. Me too. Um, but, uh, you know, Janice, she finally does come over to help out with the junior thing. And mm-hmm. then immediately it's just like, I'm going to lie down. She can't stand being around the kids. I mean, she's becoming Livia uh, yeah. by, uh, you know, and she's, she's just a basket case basically like the whole right. time. I mean, she, she like can barely make it over to, uh, to junior's house, which apparently is fucking like down the street. It is right. Yeah. Because, oh no, 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 uh, she's Livia's closer, house is right, down the street. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Right. But, uh, but, like I love the some of the shit that Bobby Jr. gets to say in this season is really great. He's like, "Can we come?" And he's like, "No." And he's like, "Can she stay and we come?" And you know, <laughs> can, can she go and we'll stay here? Ugh. It's really fucking good. I mean, like she's just she really sucks at it. She's yeah. terrible. And it started out a little bit better. She'll get she'll get a little bit better as time goes on. She will just in time for Bobby to die. Right. She will, I guess. Yeah. She, she certainly cares about her infant daughter quite a bit, but again, I mean the whole babies and pets thing with these soprano psychopaths, like who really knows? You it's know? super crazy. And yeah. also let's not forget. She has a son. True. Harpo. Jesus. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, her and Tony are both uh, very Livia like in this episode. Whenever mm-hmm. I see him mm-hmm. sitting in that lounge chair with his Fila jumpsuit on, yeah. but like just the way like he has the people gathered around him and he's just kind of like lounging back with like a, a, a you know a scowl on his face. It's mm-hmm. like he is that is Livia right there in right. that scene. Right. Um, yeah, it's uh, these kids. But I do think like Janice yeah. brings up that now that she's a mom or now that she's like raising these kids that she relates to, to Livia a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And again, I think that's something that will kind of get into more in this season especially in that flashback episode a couple episodes from now um, right where we really see that livia as shitty as she was stuff happened to her as well you know yeah, she had i mean they all had it tough yeah and there's this central thread that you can yank on and it's called the mafia right and yeah clearly there that that was the issue yep. <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. what are you gonna do yeah excellent way to put it uh so I think that about, that about wraps it up. We should do some questions. I guess the only other thing is it's, we're both excited for Artie to have moved into Livia's house. I, yeah, I love that. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I'm just really happy. Like, I, I love where the show is right now. Me too. A lot of really important things are getting set in motion. Yeah. There's certainly a lot of comic relief. Yes. All you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'll yeah. suck your cock. 
<laughs> I mean, she's fucking unbelievable. And then they have that sit down and she says, Jason, men are talking. One of the best lines. Yeah. One of the best lines. Just absolutely love that. She's great. Jason Evanina. <laughs> what a guy. Jason Evanina. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, a lot of stuff, you're right. I mean, a lot of stuff for the end game is, is, is already kind of set in place. We're really seeing it happen. Like, season yeah. five and on is really like the third act of the show, and uh, we're in it. Yes, yes, we're totally. definitely in it. Oh, and one thing I wanted to say about Jason, I mean, I actually think that even though that's like a, you know, a, a sick burn that, uh, that, that, uh, Lorraine, Lorraine, yeah, <laughs> Lorraine hits him with. When he says, when he says potential for bloodshed, we could have been killed for Christ's sake or yeah. whatever he says. He clearly doesn't get what's going on. Like if they wanted to fuck them up, they totally would have. Oh, yeah. yeah, it, yeah. That wasn't an accident. That was like a, they were just sending a message. That's it. Right. Yeah. And like he it wasn't a near miss. It yeah. Was, he was like clearly ball. doesn't realize that. And 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 uh, what's her name again? I'll suck you. Uh, Lorraine. <laughs> oh, <it>. uh, <laughs> you guys. Um, she uh, she basically like she seems to get it. She's like. She's like, no, like yeah. we're, you know, on the precipice of a major crossroads. Right. Basically, <laughs> exactly. here is what she's realizing. She, yeah, she totally gets it. Yeah, she's 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 good at what she does. It's too bad she doesn't uh, stick around too much longer. Um, no, because she seems to she, she's tough and that she seems to get respect out of these guys, which is not something you'd, you'd expect. And even from Tony, and he's banged her. Yeah, we find out a million years ago. A yeah. million, like a million years ago. <laughs> Nothing's is, a secret. You want to put it on fucking CNN? Yeah. Um, one little minor in joke there that I love. And uh, now I don't have the woman's name in front of me, but there was a writer for, I believe, uh, one of the local New York papers who wrote that season four didn't have enough violence in it. She mm -hmm. kept complaining and complaining that there wasn't enough bloodshed. So when Johnny Sachs says uh, never enough body count for exactly, Lorraine, that is a that's a little wink and a nod to that writer, Lorraine. We'll have to I'll, we'll try and find her oh, name. The writer's name is Lorraine. Yeah. So she was a TV uh, critic at the time, maybe still is. And just she had complaints about season four being too boring and not enough body count. And then they were like, whack this, whack that. Not enough. Never enough bodies for Lorraine, which yeah. uh, is a great, <laughs> great little joke. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, yeah. and then they actually like kill a woman. Yeah. For the, the, we, two women die at the hands of the mafia this season. True. Which is a True. new thing. So three, if you count uh, Joey Peeps's little friend from the uh, from the apartment building there, his little yeah, yeah, <laughs> and probably more, you know, on the uh, outer skirts of things. the one that gets shot in the boob and the silicone goes right. everywhere, allegedly. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um. So okay, that about wraps it up. Um. We yep. have a couple questions this week. And let's start. I'm with loving one. the questions, you guys. It's good. It's it is good. We got a lot of them. We narrowed it down to a couple this week uh, for time, but please keep sending. With our um, schedule, we do not have time for all the questions. That's exactly right. Uh, here's one. I guess we'll start with one. This is specifically specifically for you. It's a music related question. Uh oh. Um, should I upgrade my ride symbol for my drum kit? A good one is expensive, but I will have it for life. Yeah. <laughs> I just figured that you would have something to say. I don't um, know. I mean, there are so many circumstances around that. Mm -hmm, I mean, if, mm -hmm. if it's like you've got the money and you want a new ride symbol, then fucking get one. Yeah. I mean, a good sounding symbol is really important and they will last forever. But, um, but if it's like about choosing between the new ride symbol and like treating your Lyme disease, yeah. like <laughs> you should probably go to the doctor. That's right. So yeah. yes, but maybe not that. Yes. That comes from Sebastian Holtz and I'm looking at the picture and he might have Lyme disease. So it's a black and white cartoony kind of picture. And um, yeah, definitely. that's really what he looks so, like. No, no ride symbol. Treat, <laughs> treat the Lyme disease. Yeah. If it, yeah, if you're going to use it all the time and it's going to last for life, 
I mean, there's there's expensive and there's overpriced, and expense is fine if go, it's going to be something you use. Go but, to pawn shops. Pawn shops have or, have a lot of cool old shit. Oh, there you go. There, there you go. go. Um, this one comes from at Grant Garvanya. Favorite Sopranos malapropism. Chris's Law and Order: The SUV is pretty high up on his list. I mean, you, you gotta you, you can't talk about malapropisms without talking about Little Carmine. Yeah, no, of course not. Those are really good. But I also, I mean. Tony has a couple of good ones this season, like when he says, I'm not undeterred. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's embarrassing, but and, yeah. Yeah, and he says shit like, you know, now I got to unfuck what you just fucked up. I mean, he says a lot of shit wrong. Uh, Tony has some really good ones. He does. He does. Uh, I think penis that, Airy Contact. Penis Airy Contact. My very favorite is coming this season, though, which is the 500-pound elephant in the room. <laughs> Me, Okay, actually, that is my favorite, too. Yeah. Because that is a very small elephant. <laughs> yes, <laughs> if you really think about it. <laughs> that is it's like, such... you, like you might miss it if it's in the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a great line. That that actually I think is my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> let's dispense with the five hundred pound that's, element. That's in the definitely room. up there. Uh, okay, and last one. This one comes from at K Jetland. Says Jetland Productions. Uh, what characters in the Sopranos do you see each other as, and why? <laughs> <laughs> this one, I see Brendan as like kind of uh, like a Eugene. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Sort of>. Okay. <laughs> you know, because uh, you know. He's a little bit of a fun guy, but when you really look into his eyes, it's like <laughs> no. there's a screw loose. <laughs> oh, no. I don't have the neck movements down like Eugene does. Yeah. I wish I talked like that, just constantly moving my neck. Oh, but... by the way, we see Eugene in a, uh, in a golf cart this episode. That's true. A couple of my favorite scenes are, are with Tony. Tony never drives the golf cart. He's always in the passenger no, yeah, seat. You're right. That's... No. G shit. That that's yeah. That's you're you're the boss if you're if you're up there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I can't not see you as Lorraine. Suck your cock. Well, yeah. All the impressions are so good. I mean, like the Livia impression and the Junior impression. So probably, <laughs> but I guess probably closest without any of the violent streaks is like a little bit of Polly. You got the sure. You can like you can you can hold a room and like tell your stories and stuff. So <laughs> probably Polly. I, I guess. I don't mind showing my junk in a sweatsuit. Yeah, he's always fluffing and like I just I I'm always. A lot of men wear socks it. in their pants, okay? <laughs> it's a normal thing that models do. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I would probably say Polly, but of course, yeah, oh, I you, like you get all the impressions down. So I'll, I'll, I'll take Polly any day of the week. Yeah, he's a good one. Very Eugene good. is interesting, but I'll take it. I mean, I'm kind of breaking your balls a little bit with that one. I think Eugene or... Um, uh, Probably AJ. You're kind of a meadow. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah probably meadow actually, which is like not a, necessarily a good thing. Like, a, like got a bit of a like Rosalie April vibe. Oh, I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll be any of the women. Um, uh, so that's it. That wraps up. Where's Johnny? Uh, quick one today. I'm just spitting this one out, throwing it up. Um, it's a beautiful Sunday afternoon here in indeed. New York City. Um, we'll be back next week for all happy families. Um, another good one. We'll give you a we'll, spoiler right now. They're not. No, they are not. They are yep. absolutely not. Um, some there's, there's a shakeup next week happening on the uh, specifically on the Lorraine front. <laughs> so we'll she's, see that she's gonna die. She's gonna die. Uh, we'll things say, are gonna go back to normal. Basically, <laughs> yeah. Lorraine's gone, and you know, and that's it. All you guys. And that's the end of the show. Um, that's it's the end of the show. So keep sending us the questions. Follow us on Twitter. Subscribe on iTunes. Um, if we missed anything, please write what we missed down mm-hmm. on a piece of paper. Yep. <laughs> and, and shove it up your ass <laughs> <laughs> take a photo of it 
of your ass mm-hmm. and post that to Twitter. Thank you. Uh, that's what we want. Yeah. Well, only after you've gone through all of that will we accept <laughs> complaints. Yeah. That's how we pick who we we, we get questions yeah. get questions from. Yeah. Uh. All right. Yeah. So s- subscribe, follow, uh, email us on AOL, and um, look at our GeoCities website and uh, tell a friend. If you have one, tell a friend, just tell a friend, Jesus, like Jesus, you know, it's like, (laughs) if you were trying to get someone to go after Jesus, you'd tell a friend. That's exactly right. Yeah. I haven't heard someone tell someone to tell a friend in a while. It's always like, like, and comment and share. No, I want you to go up to someone. Do the kids these days even know how to tell a friend? No, probably not. Probably not. They're probably just sharing and faving. (laughs) God, I'll I'll do anything for a fave though. Fucking outrage. Uh, So that's it. We'll see you next week. This is No Fucking ZD. Bye. Bye. Through the moonlit.